Hey everybody, welcome back to Marvel Fanfare. I'm Logan. I'm Jacob. And we're going to talk about the Moon Knight finale. So if you didn't watch it, don't listen, because we're going to spoil it. <laughs> Although, I well, I guess I got to decide, because I just recorded with your sister yesterday, and we also talked a little bit about Moon Knight. So I guess I got to decide which one of these do I put out first. <laughs> <coughs> Um, yeah, you can we do only part talked one and part two. <laughs> yeah, we mostly talked about Doctor Strange. We talked a little, like maybe five or six minutes about Moon Knight. Um, although, I, like, I don't know how much more I have to say about it, but I'm gonna try. Um, so I guess spoilers for all of Moon Knight. Um, so what did you think about the finale? Uh. I was a little disappointed. Thank you. It just seemed, I, I don't know, there's something about it. It seemed kind of flat to me. Yeah, that, that's but, a perfect way to put it. Like, nothing, I guess if I went in with no superhero movie TV experience whatsoever, they're like, oh, that was fun. I guess the problem is that we have too much at this point. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah, it, it was all right. Felt, yeah, it kind of <laughs> felt like a middle episode to me or something, even though, like, they, the bosses fought pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Boss fight. That, that's a perfect way of putting it. Um <laughs> It's such a video game thing, like, or uh, a really expensive Power Rangers episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it looks good. Like, it looks really good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Like, the I, CGI look great. The costumes are great. Like, all of it looks good. But it was literally nothing we haven't seen in five other places. Yeah. I um I think the only thing I really truly liked in the finale was the stuff with Steven in heaven question mark. I I don't know what that is. Um what it, whatever it is when he has to do this whole like make a decision and then he rescues Steven and like that was kind of fun and exciting and you get the big hero moment, and then Layla kind of gets her big hero moment. Although, the the switching between the like the goddess and her, like the avatar thing, where, where she's kind of like jumping personalities, mm-hmm. it was, I know it's supposed to be funny, but it just felt like bad theater funny, and not <laughs> like... So, and I'm not knocking her as an actress. I think it actually proves the point of what we've been saying and what a lot of people have been saying about Oscar Isaac. Doing something like that is very difficult. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to cut, like, back and forth, and you, you have that, like, clear delineation, like, okay, I'm being this person, Camera cuts. Now I'm being this person. Oscar Isaac does it in scene. And it's really difficult. (laughs) Yeah, he's very good at it. Yeah, a hundred... Like, he he is... It's like next level watching him do it. Um, Because then when you see somebody else do it, you're like, that's... I mean, again, I know it's supposed to be fun. Uh, somebody give a good performance. <laughs> um, uh, so the the story is basically like, okay, Mark gets shot right at the end of last episode. He's go he goes to heaven or whatever that approximation is. He has to fight his way back. In the process, he rescues Stephen. Meanwhile, Layla is hitching a ride with Harrow. While they're on their way to release Amit, 
Harrow's got all the pieces that he needs. Um, he releases Ahmet, which... Okay, this is another... like I, I hate to just shit on it, but I laughed when we saw Ahmet. Like, I also laughed when we saw uh, the hippo. I forget what her name is. Yeah. But I feel like that's supposed to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, yeah, because they were terrified of her. Yeah, like it's kind of played for laughs. <sighs> Ahmet looked like a big alligator with dreadlocks. And yeah. I felt very, yeah, <laughs> I felt very much like I was watching a Disney property. Yeah. Like, okay, have... There's a there's a stupid animation on the internet called <clears throat> the Just, reggae shark. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? No. <laughs> it's dumb, but it reminded okay. me of that. I was like, oh, it's the reggae gator. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I guess that the hippo works because we only see her in another plane of existence. Like we don't yeah. see her in this reality. Khonshu, I feel like, works in this reality because of how f- freaking weird he is. I know it's a bird. I know yeah, it's a bird. It, and when you see him, though, it's like, are you, is he really in reality, or is that just what Mark is seeing, or Stephen is seeing, you know right. what I mean? Like, in his mind. Like it, Yeah, it's weird enough and played different enough that, like, it it could be part of the crazy or the whatever you want to call it. And it's also weird enough that if it is quote real, like it's a, it's an alien type creature. Whereas Amit very much feels like a giant Disney character. Who's now talking (laughs) a Muppet. (laughs) Yeah. Like it just did not work for me, man. No, I, I agree with that because I was I was excited to see, and then it was just like, oh, oh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, if it had been like a giant crocodile skull with like I don't know bat wings or like <laughs> some like weird, just totally effed up thing, yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, but yeah, it, it it felt like something out of the Jungle Book. Yeah, it did. Um, I mean, it makes sense though, but it it, it does. doesn't. It it just didn't. It was very underwhelming, I guess. And I don't want it to come across as any kind of like if they are actually <clears throat> following the mythology. That that's great. Like I'm all for it. I'm you know just talking about like the way it felt when I saw it. Like yeah, you know, I'm not knocking any kind of culture or whatever it just i felt like i was watching a big giant disney character <laughs> <clears throat> and <laughs> so is it me or was like uh harrow i mean i know they're in the desert so i know but like he looked like he'd just gotten out of the swimming pool like that <laughs> dude was just constantly covered in sweat yeah um <laughs> it was distracting for me um um, so like all of that plays out really quick. Like she releases Conchu. Conchu is able well, Steven um or Mark and Steven fight their way back to life, which allows Conchu to then once again inhabit Mark, Steven, whoever, um, and then open a portal to Ahmet, um Hippo Goddess possesses uh her and she becomes the i can't remember what her name is in the books the red scarab something like that um and meanwhile Kanchu and amit become big giant kaijus and fight it out in the desert while Everybody else does stuff that is ultimately kind of meaningless. Um, and that that's the big thing. Like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, you're right. It felt flat. Like, okay, that's it. Um, 
nothing else really truly exciting for me happens until the very end. Um, and that's just yeah. a tease for what might come next. Yeah, I like how you say might. <laughs> yeah, so I got into a discussion with Elizabeth about that. Um, so after or right before this aired or right after this aired, like it, Oscar Isaac very much confirmed that like, yeah, I'm not really signed on for anything else. So like nothing else is in the pipeline right now. Yeah. I, I don't think he shut down like, nope, never doing that again. I just think he was very much like, yeah, no, like I had a good time and we'll see what the future holds. Like, there's no plans for another season. There's no plans for a movie right now. Like, unless this is all Kevin Feige's Marvel secrecy, trying to keep things hush-hush as long as possible. But that's upsetting when you end a show like this with a big reveal. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> To say, no, we're, we don't really have any plans for anything else. What? <laughs> like, then, did you just waste our time? Yeah, what was the point? You know, I mean, it's it's literally like getting invested in a char- characters in a TV show, only for Fox to step in and cancel it eight episodes in. And be like, well, I just wasted all my time. Like, you know. We don't even get a real resolution. Yeah. N- not for, well, for the character. I, I mean, they stop Amit. Kanchu, you know, is still Kanchu, such a dick. Um, you know, she's got her new newfound powers or abilities or whatever. And Harrow has uh, lost his mind. So. I mean, not to jump straight to the end, but do you think he kills Harrow in that limo? Uh, certainly seemed like he was going to. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, too. I was like, yeah, this very much feels like Kanchu taking care of business. So, um, I, so uh, at some point, Harrow and Moon Knight do fight, and we get this whole, like, Moon Knight versus a dude with a stick thing. Um <laughs> That's another thing that didn't really work for me was Harrow fighting. Like it just it felt very stiff and clunky. Yeah, I I don't even really remember anything specific about it, but I mean it it kind it kind of happens simultaneously with Kanchu and Amit like like they're fighting their big kaiju fight and then Moon Knight and Harrow and like all his henchmen and stuff are like fighting on the ground. And, and I think it further illustrates that Marvel as a whole in their TV shows and movies, uh, with the exception of maybe Dr. Strange, um, has a third act problem. Like they have a finale problem because I feel like we saw this in WandaVision because that last episode was kind of a mess, I felt like. Um, we saw it in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, Loki was more or less okay, but Loki is such a bridge to other things that, like, it didn't even really feel like an end. It was just like, okay, you know, this is where we're going next. You know, here's Kang or whatever. Um, what if doesn't count because it's more or less self-contained, but it did build to something that was fine, I guess, you know, but ultimately the, did you watch what if? Yeah, I watched it, but I only remember a little bit of it. Well, you know, they build up to like building, like creating that multiversal Avengers take or whatever. And uh, what they do to stop, the bad guy is basically unleash the zombies from the Marvel zombie universe onto them. So it's a very like, Oh, we solved that problem, but it's still, it's more or less fun. Um, Hawkeye. I do think Hawkeye had a pretty good finale. 
So Hawkeye and Loki seem to be the two that, while they may not have like completely nailed their finales, they weren't like, oh, I I feel like everything else I was just let down by. Yeah. Um, So I guess the big thing with the Moon Knight finale is we get Jake Lockley, who we've, that's the third personality. That's the one that we've been waiting to drop um, in the, the like kind of sort of post credit scene <clears throat> who um, we thought Mark was uh, not a nice dude. Uh, Jake Lockley is basically the human version of Kanshu. <laughs> yeah. like, he's just not a good guy. Um, and Kanshu they they do make a point of Kanchu in the episode saying that he'll never use Mark or Steven again. Like, that's the deal he makes with Mark or Steven, mm-hmm. one of them. And, like, as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, okay, we're definitely going to get Lockley because he, he very specifically said, like, it's such a thing that uh, people who are gaslighting or abusing other people do like they use specific terminology so that later they can come back and go no no i said <laughs> yeah, yeah that that's not what i said <laughs> mark or steven again i didn't say i wouldn't use any of your other personalities so <clears throat> um so yeah they basically just take harrow out of the the asylum that he finds himself in and uh feels like they very much murder him so um <laughs> You know, uh, and that's the end of that story. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, I hope that there's more, like beyond hope, because I think Oscar Isaac does a really, really good job. But I also don't feel like we need more episodes. I feel like we need a movie, like a straight up movie. Hmm. I mean, who does he fight in the comics? Doesn't he fight everyone? I mean, more or less. He has his own kind of subset of villains, but they're so small and unknown that I feel like it's not something that... It's something that you can do in a movie, for sure, but it's not going to be the big... It's hard to say that because, like, most of these characters weren't big because people didn't know who the hell anybody was before all this started. Like, yeah, nobody knew who Loki was. Now, now everybody knows who Loki is. So, (laughs) um, but but it's kind of like Thor's villains, like outside of Loki and like generalized villains like the Frost Giants. No, like nobody knows who Malekith is. Nobody, you know, people, only people that read comics know characters like that. Yeah. Uh, So they did it with Thor. I I feel like they could do it with Moon Knight and do it fine. Um, I, but I really feel like Moon Knight needs to be a more character focused piece and less about who he's fighting. Like, because you can do, uh, nothing villains you can even do low rent villains um like his whole thing is protecting the people of the night right like he is marvel's version of batman i don't see a problem with him like fighting thieves and muggers and rapists and and it being about the character who happens to be a superhero on the flip side of that. He also fights supernatural villains. Like, uh, the, in the recent books, there's a whole thing about him fighting vampires. I'm also down for that. So, but we do have blade coming. I was going to say him and blade team up. (laughs) Blade and moon Knight. That would be pretty cool. Like (laughs) might be a fun way to introduce, to actually introduce blade. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. There's 
he's a character that can literally be plugged in anywhere. So I guess that makes it harder to get a good, good grasp on him. But the flip side of that is I feel like you can do anything with this character, but just not this, because this whole big world saving thing, it doesn't really work for him. I don't think like, well, I, I don't think it works for Batman either. Just to Batman is the, he's Gotham the most, night. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the most interesting part of that justice league movie. Probably. But I haven't seen it. It's not. I haven't seen the the Snyder cut, but like the the theatrical cut was it was okay. But really, Ben Affleck's the most interesting part of it, um, which is saying something because I think what's her name is Wonder Woman is actually pretty great in her own movies. Well, the first one, the second one's not so great. Um, but Batman doesn't really belong. Like fighting soup, like giant threats, you know. This is a dude that beats up yeah. muggers, you know. So it, even yeah. though Moon Knight has a supernatural element, like this kind of thing, I don't think works. Like, but him, like, imagine you've seen the original Blade movies. Like, yeah. Instead of Blade, it's just Moon Knight fighting. It doesn't have to be okay. yeah. It could be werewolves. It could be like any. It, it, it could literally be or... uh, Supernatural, the show Supernatural. Like, it, it could be any number of things, and it it works. But That whole... would be pretty cool. The <clears throat> Supernatural type? Yeah. I think. I, I mean, I'd be down for it. Don't play it out the way they played out Supernatural. Well, no. <laughs> 15 How many years is I was going to say, much. yeah, and... But, you know, yeah. a, a movie where he's fighting supernatural threats or, you know what, like I, he could fight. Um, uh, what are the crypt, cryptids like the Jersey Devil and Mothman? Oh, yeah, that and, would be cool. Like bring like all that. Crap in, yeah, like bring all that crap into it, you know, um, that would be cool. You know, anything like that. I just uh, honestly, the big kaiju battle thing was i i thought ridiculous just ridiculous yeah it just seemed uh i don't know like I, the whole gods thing like they all agreed to not mess with humans and then you just have these two that are like wanting to mess with humans i guess or i don't know it's it's weird, and then all of a sudden they appear, and there's not enough explanation know. to it. Yeah, I mean, no. I, the whole purpose of uh, these two gods—they're—they're they're both judging people. Just one waits for them to do their crime; the other one doesn't. They, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Um. Yeah. I. I... It felt like such a waste of a buildup, um, especially after the last episode. We didn't. I mean, we talked a little bit about it, but we only talked for like thirty minutes. But like delving into his psyche and his past, and like the stuff with his brother and his mom, and like all that's like really heavy stuff. Yeah. And you follow it up, but they it, literally the same thing with Wandavision. Like Wandavision was like this build up to like how fractured she really is. And then the last episode is just a bunch of like throwing hands at each other, like yeah, two visions shooting at each other in the air. And then <laughs> Wanda and uh, Agatha, you know, throwing magic spells at each other. It's fun. But when that's all there is in the last episode, it's a freaking letdown, man. You yeah. Know? There's no meat to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's all, it's just all spectacle, all spectacle. So, yeah, I, and I don't know. I, I, I didn't hate it, but yeah, I was really, really let down. So, um, on the flip side, so let's talk about Dr. Strange for a little bit. Uh, we're going to spoil Dr. Strange. So, uh, Elizabeth was not a big fan. 
I'm curious if you liked it. Um, I liked the first part of it. I just, I don't know. There was something about it. I was just like, it just doesn't, it's not doing it for me. <laughs> so when... I was surprised in the middle part. <laughs> the Illuminati? Which, why did they name it the Illuminati? That's so it's, dumb. It, it's a pull from the books. Like, it's such a fan service moment. I don't hate it, but you could have just called them the Avengers. Yeah, like, or something. You like... know, but... Honestly, I feel like they needed a name that, in the books, it is a secret cabal who kind of, can and, and it's some of those people. It's Doctor Strange, Tony Stark, Reed Richards, Professor X, um, and a few other people, I think, in and out. Um, and they kind of always just meet in secret and decide on things and, like, it's it's an important part of the book, but I don't know. It's that whole thing of like saying you're Illuminati sounds ridiculous, but yeah. knowing that uh, the Illuminati exists and that you know somebody that's part of it, like that's like oh that's crazy. It's just if they walk around going like I'm Illumin I'm in the Illuminati, like you, well you sound yeah. like an asshole. <laughs> so like the <laughs> That's what it sounded like, yeah. yeah. Like we're the Illuminati. <laughs> the Illuminati <laughs> will see you now. Like oh. but, <laughs> so I, to that point though, I do think Strange actually calls them on their bullshit. So Yeah. Like I, I, he's such a perfect character for situations like that. It reminded me a lot of when Wolverine meets the X-Men in the first X-Men movie. It was like, what do mm-hmm. they call you, wheels? <laughs> like, yeah, that was, yeah. Um, so I love, like, we see Black Bolt. Um, and they actually use his full name, which is so ridiculous. Black Agar Boltagon. Um, it's, it's such a <laughs> stupid way to shoehorn Black Bolt as his name. Um, yeah. It could have been anything like but black agar boltagon is, is so bad um and it's from the books but strange makes fun of it so like like it's pretty good um so wh- where did you drop off like when was your like yeah i checked out um like, literally honestly, the finale well honestly like when he goes to to find um Wanda, I was just kind of like, okay, this is this is weird, because she's just in a field where everything's like perfect. And after seeing WandaVision, you're like, what does she know about farming? First off, <laughs> <laughs> so and she's the only person around, like you know, I don't know. It, it well, that's so I think that's why it made that reveal of her having fallen more and more to the for lack of a better term, the dark side, even better. Like, I liked all of that. Elizabeth did, Elizabeth thought it was a big betrayal of Wanda as a character, but, and I can understand that, but the show also, I feel like, let her get away with all of the crap that she did without any kind of emotional toll on her, and here we actually get to see that. Like, yeah. she... She was sorry for what she did, but she, it did change her. Like she's not, she's not redeemed. So, so um, I, her main goal was to get her kids. <clears throat> okay, but why didn't? Why wasn't she searching for a multiverse with Vision still alive? Because they didn't have the budget for Paul Bettany. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, they could have left out Krasinski. Uh, <laughs> I do not like him as Mr. Fantastic. A lot of people don't. Um, it's I'm, uh, weird. Yeah, uh, I think it's exciting. And I mean, I, okay, well, I would give him a movie to his own movie to to figure it out. But I'm I'm not a big fan of Mr. Fantastic to begin with. I just think the whole stretching thing is yeah, just it's very ridiculous. Yeah. 
and um, useless, but whatever. <laughs> I used to think that too, and then I saw The Incredibles, and I was like, oh, that's how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody keeps talking about, we're going to finally get a good Fantastic Four movie, and I'm like, we already got one. It was called The Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, um, I don't think he's given... Like, there, there's some problems there with the, like... Literally, he was brought in, like, shot for maybe, what, five, six hours after makeup, and then he got to go home. Like, it was fan appeasement. I think a well-written script, and he's a good enough actor, that he could could do that. He could do that. This is not do that. But, like, I also don't think that uh, Patrick Stewart was very... Like he was not his old Professor X self. No, I was expecting way more <clears throat> when he went into her mind. Yeah, and that was what, like twenty seconds, maybe, or 50, um, you know, thirty seconds. Yeah, and Captain Carter, like she's not really given much either. No, they're really just fun fan service moments, and uh, taking them as that, I thought they were all great. But the actors aren't really given much to work with, so it's hard to fault them for any kind of, like, stiff performance. Because, you know, A, they didn't... I think you can tell they didn't film together. Like, all of that was filmed separately. Like, they just piecemealed it together in in post with special effects and everything. Um, And they, they all just came in and shot for a day. So, you know... It just it kind of just is what it is, which is why, like her killing them, is fine. And the the black bolt death was pretty gruesome. <laughs> the The movie itself is pretty gruesome. I feel like well, it's yeah. a few blood splatter moments away from a definite R rating. Like black bolt, like she rips uh, Mister Fantastic apart. Yeah, uh, she, I mean she burns. Uh, what's it, Armitage or whatever it's, Comatage? I can't remember what the fortress is called. She just burns it to the ground, basically. I mean, she obliterates those people. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, me and Elizabeth talked about uh, Wong being like the unsung hero of the mm-hmm. Marvel Universe at this point. Like, dude does not get enough credit. Because he's awesome. <laughs> and he's funny. Yeah. Uh, the For me, the actual real crime of the movie is the fact that they split those two up so soon. Yeah, he's the Rodney Dangerfield of Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> no respect, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so you like... Yeah. You kind of like everybody else. You liked some of it, and you didn't like some of it. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's the thing that would have made this movie perfect, if when uh, Stephen, when Doctor Strange is going to the Illuminati, the very first thing that Reed Richards Richards should have said to him is, "Stephen, identity theft is not a joke." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I would have laughed so hard. <laughs> Like, you're not Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange is dead. Um, I, I do like that you basically find out no matter what universe you're in, Doctor Strange is a dick. <laughs> See, that's what I didn't like. Like, There's no nice versions of him. That's, I don't know. That's, I, my whole problem is the multiverse thing. Like, I, I don't like it. <sighs> It, to me, it's it it gives you an easy way out of everything. Like I don't know, it, you know, Doctor Strange when they're fighting Thanos, <clears throat> he goes through how many ever possible possible endings, and he doesn't even see a glimpse of the multiverse. Like well, you know what I mean? I, I think that is the multiverse. <laughs> I don't think he realizes maybe he's traveling through the multiverse. But then that doesn't make sense because the people would be different, you know, like, I don't know. I It's just, it's hard to, 
grasp for one if thing. you yeah if you put too much thought into it it all just kind of falls apart yeah and i don't know it's just uh well i didn't like the girl I, I liked her she was fine in the movie but just her her power is to travel through the multiverse and she's the only one it's just weird it's a it's, very it's too convenient which yeah, i guess it is a very convenient concept which the thing about stuff like that is when you write characters like that in at some point you have to reconcile that fact like it, it's kind of like having it's kind of like having superman the problem with superman is that you wrote this dude to be the be all end all of superheroes well now what are you gonna do yeah like oh, what's the point yeah that so you have to create you kind of paint yourself in a corner and yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I love the Marvel stuff. I don't know it feels like this episode is just us crapping on Marvel. I'm here for all of it, but yeah. they have I not, mean, they've not been able to paint themselves in a corner like that and creatively get out of it yet. Exactly. It feels, it feels like they take the easy way out of everything, but I would have liked her character better if if she wasn't born with those powers. Like, if somehow Doctor Strange or somebody was messing with the Black Book or, or read whatever book it was called. and Or uh, something. Some experiment that... Yeah, the Darkhold. The Darkhold. Like, she was an innocent bystander in it. You know what I mean? Like, just... I created that in her or something. Yeah, but I also feel like this is a way for them to backdoor mutant talk into it. The whole, like, uh, being born that way with powers is very much a mutant thing. Yeah. So, and having them triggered by, like, uh, some kind of uh, traumatic experience also. Like a a defensive, yeah. Yeah. Like a, Um, a survival mode. Yeah, so... I, I don't it, it's going to be interesting to see how they play with all of that um I, they're also very much setting up a young avengers lineup like the characters that they've been introducing are all part of a group that calls themselves the young avengers um that's uh kate bishop hawkeye uh america chavez um We've got Miss Marvel coming. Uh, we've got Ironheart, I believe, coming. Um, who else is in the Young Avengers? Uh, one of Wanda's kids is in the Young Avengers when they actually become reality. So one of those kids may find their way back. Um, uh, I forget who else is on the team, but it does feel like they're setting up which, which is probably the smart thing to do. Like, you do have all these actors who are going to age out of those roles. So, rather than constantly recast younger and younger and younger, like, I would, I give Foggy credit of going like, because they do this in the books. Like, they try repeatedly to just create new characters to take on that legacy um, you know, create a new Iron Man, create a new Captain America, create a, you know, all of that stuff. But the fans inevitably just get pissed, call it, you know, whatever you want to call it, and demand that they bring the old characters back. And then they yeah. do, and then sales go up for a little while, then they get stale, then they, it's a vicious <laughs> cycle. Yeah, I feel like Feige is not not necessarily going to do that, but the multiverse is a way he can do that if he has to. Like you can bring in a different, younger Captain America through the multiverse if things start going sideways. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I I like introducing these younger characters. you know, a lot of people are like, bring, try to bring Robert Downey Jr. back. I don't need to see another Iron Man movie, man. I was expecting him to be part of the Illuminati. A lot of people were. A like, instead of, of it being Professor X, like, I, when they went to that, 
to introduce him. I was expecting it to be him. But I mean that that scene, I was I really liked it. Like that was the only part of the movie where I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> like shocked. Yeah. Or surprised, um, not shocked, but especially I, I, when he came out. Yeah, I think the beginning was very, very good. Oh, that was um, my favorite part of the movie was the beginning. Yeah, just opening like starting like basically in the middle of this like chase, and it, it was it was fun. It was, it was exciting. I think the horror elements worked pretty well for a movie that for a company a franchise that can't really do anything that's super horror ish. Yeah. Um. There. I mean, there were certainly parts that scared me. Um. I when I, when they're in the when Wanda's in the temple with uh uh-huh. what's his face and the thing comes out yeah that was yeah. a pretty good jump scare um <clears throat> the bringing the dead body back and it, it's such a, Ra- a Sam Raimi thing to have a dude basically spend the whole last third of a movie as a rotting corpse and having <laughs> conversation. I mean, he gives America Chavez like a whole motivational speech with like half of his face. missing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. The things they let him do. I wonder what could have been had he just had full reign, but it does seem like, I mean, Sam Raimi hasn't made a movie in like a decade. Which is just a damn shame. Like, I don't love all his stuff, but he makes good movies. Like, have you ever seen Drag Me to Hell? No. It's real for, I don't do a lot of horror, but it's really good. Uh, I was going to bring up, too, it was pretty pretty cool when, um, when he's in the Illuminati's universe, how the security people are Ultron. Did I lose you? Hello? Hey, I lost you for a second. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to bring up how it was cool when they were in the Illuminati universe, how the security people were Ultron. Oh, yeah. Like, so small like that went, things like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that went right in their universe. And that's why Wanda's not that crazy. <laughs> like, in their universe, Wanda's not how she is in, I would, I guess, our universe. Yeah, um, that was interesting, too. Like, it's a Wanda that doesn't have powers? She had powers. She, because when she's in, when they get the, um, what's the, the book that he has to get at the end? The Book of Vashanti? Yeah. When they get that, she flies back up to leave that place, because they just left her there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was- See, that's what I thought too. I didn't think she had powers, and then she had she flew back up in the the portal or whatever the checkpoint, whatever Doctor Strange left. So the one thing me and Elizabeth didn't talk about that I wanted to bring up and forgot. My favorite part of the movie is Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange, in the the uh, uh, the universe they go to. That's uh, what do they call it? Wait. Incursion, yeah, where it's falling apart, and he fights the evil Doctor Strange, yeah, and they just use like music to fight each other. That was cool, yeah. I mean, holy shit, man! And and like Danny Elfman's score is so good. (laughs) I didn't know he was doing it. I was like, oh, that's the guy that did Elf. Yeah, and <laughs> Batman, and the and ori- the, the original Spider-Man movies, and the Simpsons theme, <laughs> and yeah. like, um, this is the best superhero score I think we've gotten in a long, long time. Like, so you you still haven't watched the Batman, have you? No. It's good. I think you'd like it. Maybe in some other multiverse, I'll watch it. <laughs> Um, it's a it's a really fun it's not fun it's a really good score but it, it's very dark and brooding. It just Whereas, be. Yeah, but like <laughs> if you listen to Danny Elfman's original Batman score, it's dark and brooding, but also like memorable. It isn't yeah. just like drum beats and 
Like, dude, that Batman thing is beyond iconic. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, having... It is the most interesting use and collaboration of the actual film and music that probably I've ever seen, at least in a big budget movie. Like, literally, it's Sam Raimi and Danny Elfman sitting down and going, like, you're going, like, I'm going to use music as a weapon and you're going to score it as a weapon because like the notes, like it's the notes that you're hearing in the score as they're using this. Like it, It's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was really cool. It, it's this movie is a lot of really, really good parts that don't add up to a truly satisfying whole. So yeah. it's almost like eating a whole, like, you know, those like $6 frozen pies, like Edwards pies you can get. Yeah. It's like eating a whole key lime frozen pie from the Edwards line. And then when you're done, you're just like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but it was really good. <laughs> like There are parts of this that I really liked. Um, what did you think about the 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 surprise cameo at the end? I know you probably have no idea who that character is. I don't know who she is. Her name's Clea. She's his wife in the books. She's she's very much a female Doctor Strange. Like, um, I I've, I think when me and Elizabeth were talking, I talked about like she's kind of sometimes a good guy and sometimes a bad guy. She's never really a bad guy. She's just never always a good guy. So I, I don't really know how to put it. So she's not, I said she was like Venom, but she's not like Venom in that like really a bad guy, but she's just kind of does her own thing. So, you know, um, I guess but, that means there's going to be a Dr. Strange three. Yeah. I, I, so I, I said this when me and Elizabeth were talking. I like that they gave Rachel McAdams a lot more to do in this. I think we're done with Rachel McAdams, but that's okay. Because if you're telling me we're done with Rachel McAdams, but we get Charlize Theron, I'm 100% okay with that. <laughs> because I love Charlize Theron. I think the like, next episode, they're going to be, they're going to start out on Dr. Phil with both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange in the middle. <laughs> uh, that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it. I, I I hope they do something exciting with it because or Jerry Springer, depending on the multiverse you're in. <laughs> now, uh, if they start like traits in the multiverse, that'll be fun. But I I don't know how we'd accomplish that. So. Um, that, and we don't really get a like. Okay, what what's America Chavez gonna do? Like, we kind of just left in limbo with her. Yeah. Um. Um. I don't know. I guess. Guess we'll see. Uh. I guess was, she's gonna go look for her parents. Yeah. Um. All in all, I had a good time watching it. But I 100% don't think it's top tier Marvel. Like, I, I think I was telling Elizabeth something similar. So I, I hate to repeat myself for people that do listen. But I am kind of sort of at a point of like. Endgame was it like. There's never going to be anything that was as satisfying as that. And I haven't reconciled that yet. So I keep getting my hopes up and it keeps not really like No Way Home was close. It was close. But it still wasn't as satisfying as Endgame. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's called Endgame, so. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, seeing... <laughs> 
and and I get it. That was like ten years of build up to this moment where we had literally everybody we've ever met through these movies, um, except for a handful of people on screen at the same time. Yeah, it gets crazy. Um, so I think constantly saying like this is the next big thing. This is it's it's getting me excited, and then I get let down, like. The idea of the Illuminati was exciting because of who they were bringing in. But then I was like, oh, of course, this is a throwaway thing. She kills all the <laughs> characters. Like, you know, the idea of all three Spider-Men in one movie, that's exciting. But of course, like, it's for, like, it's just for that moment. And it it's it's resolved. Like, there's no, there's no lasting effect there. Like I said, it's like eating a whole key lime pie that you bought for $6 at the store. (laughs) Like it ultimately just winds up you're fine while you're eating it. But later you're just like, yeah, I don't know. I should have done something more substantial (laughs) than, than that. Uh, I don't know. Like eating a a gallon of uh, butter pecan ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) You know, only get a few good pecans in there. (laughs) Yeah. So like, you know, you get, I, I was excited while I was watching it. And then the further away I get from it, the more I'm just like, eh, it was good. It was fine. You know, it was, but so I think what they need to do is just like with Moon Knight, what you need to do is stop relying on the spectacle yeah, and start relying on the characters. And well, I thought sure. they I thought they made I didn't think they made Wanda big enough. Like yes, yeah, she took out that whole base, but I don't know. It just didn't feel I didn't like the fact that she was the the main the villain. villain. Yeah. yeah. Um I was I, expecting some <clears throat> some uh I don't know, like uh, uh what's his face that we always thought and WandaVision. Oh, oh Mephisto? Yeah, Mephisto or something like yeah. that. Especially when I can't think of the octopus's name either. Oh, uh, well, in the books, it's like Shuma Gorath or something, but they can't yeah, use that yeah. name. They have to call him something else. Shuma Gorath, yeah. I think, was actually created by uh, Robert E. Howard, the guy that created Conan. I could be wrong. So I think Hmm. that name is actually owned by the Conan estate. Uh, But so it can't be used in any other properties. So Marvel. Until Disney buys it, right? Right. So (laughs) it's it's such a weird like like uh, rights dispute. Marvel actually does own the rights to publish Conan stuff. So they can still use Shuma Garath. Um, And he was visually created for the books so that they can have him but they can't use him uh in the movie they can't use that name in the movies they can use the visual in the movies like it it i was reading up on it it might not be robert e howard but it's something like that yeah so um because like if you look at the lego packaging i don't think it says shuma gorath um Mm. Which I think is his name, but it's something weird like that. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but I mean, they completely throw like that was such a throwaway thing, like to introduce introduce that creature who's such a big presence in the comics, and then have it just basically thrown away like that. It did you watch the the Suicide Squad, the the most recent one? No, I haven't. Uh. I think you should watch that too. Um, So spoilers for the suicide squad. It doesn't really matter to the movie because so do you know who Starro is in the DC universe? Yeah. Big starfish. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's such a stupid concept, but he's such a big villain in the DC universe. It's one of those things that like, you think they're going to introduce it and it's going to be this throwaway thing because you couldn't you couldn't possibly pull that off except james gunn makes the suicide squad 
introduces Starro and 100% pulls it off as this big villain. And it freaking works. And it works <laughs> so well. It's insane. So the fact that Marvel basically has kind of their own Starro and introduced him to Doctor Strange and then killed him off in one scene. It was like, uh, okay, yeah. I would have been okay with that, except I saw the Suicide Squad, and 100% this would have worked as the big villain. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that was a waste. It was an absolute waste. Yeah. But I Instead, guess somewhere he's a, in the a demon bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. Um, somewhere in the multiverse, there is a, a Shuma Gorath, or whatever they call it, that, you know, isn't, you know, a throwaway, uh, you know, villain. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, going back to the, the small character stuff, um, I think the one franchise we've only gotten two movies, but we've seen the character enough. I think the one franchise in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that continues to get that right is Ant Man. And I'm really, really excited for Ant Man. Sorry, Sadie was being crazy. I had to get her out of the room. Yeah, Ant Man. I, I, I always thought Ant Man was stupid, but I mean, those, in the movies, those movies are so fun, though. They are because and Paul he's Red so is. yeah, and he's so fun. Like when he shows up in anything, like he's so he gets it. Like yeah. it doesn't a, look like he's trying to act or right. It, it, it feels like he's just being himself. Yeah. Which I don't know Paul Rudd, but. Um, you know, and I think Tom Holland is somewhat in the same vein. Yeah. But who knows what we're going to see Spider-Man wise going forward. Um, yeah. So I, I'm just talked about how I shouldn't get my hopes up, but I'm, I'm really, really excited for Ant-Man. Uh, quantum Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. So, when is that supposed to come out? Uh, next year. Hmm. So, I'm really excited about Thor. Me too, but I Thor, I think, is past the point of being, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't think Thor is going to be a linchpin in anything. I think this is going to be a really, really fun movie. I don't know that it's actually going to propel like the Marvel stuff forward. I'm okay with that. Me too. Me too. Well, that goes back to what I was saying, like the strong character things, which Thor is actually excelling at. So um, I guess I shouldn't be so dismissive. I am excited for that movie. I think that trailer looks great. So it looks fun, like, and that that's all I need. So, yeah, um, just Thor has been very up and down. Like, I liked the first Thor up until the end. Um, I do not like the second Thor at all. I think Ragnarok is great. Um, and then he's fun in all his appearances elsewhere. So, yeah. I think I'm a little upset with Thor because Loki's not going to be in it. But we did just get a full season of Loki. So when does the season, isn't there going to be a season two of Loki? Yeah, probably not till next year, though. Um, I think they, they're talking about possibly filming this summer, which means we won't see it until next year. I, I would bet. So, yeah. They've got so much going on right now, and Feige is working on his Star Wars script. <laughs> so, we'll see. Here we go. Um, anyway, uh, that's Moon Knight and Doctor Strange, two things we were very mixed on. Um, but, I, I mean, in the end, like, I don't know, part of me is like, shut up, man. When you were nine, you would have, like, murdered somebody to have this much content to watch all the time yeah and now i'm just spoiled <laughs> yeah we are we're definitely spoiled <laughs> so um but yeah you, 
You should try to watch the Batman and uh, the Suicide Squad this weekend. <laughs> we'll see. I probably won't uh, watch Suicide Squad, but I, I'll see if Kara wants to watch Batman. Well, um, the third act is a little rough, but man, I'm telling you, he's a good Batman. It's like I, I've never liked Batman. I like him, but um, there's just so many different ones. Yeah, but you know, like I love Batman Forever, but I hate Val Kilmer <laughs> as Batman. But I mean, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones are the reason to me why that movie's so good. Which I don't even know if it's really that good. I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's why I enjoyed it as a kid. And then um, I like the Christian Bell Batmans, but my favorite Batman is the animated one from like 1992 or something yeah it won't ever get better than kevin conroy's batman the animated series like it is the pinnacle of the translations of that character to big screen or little screen like i love adam west's show for what it is i the old super friend stuff is fine um, I like Batman meets Scooby Doo. Like that's fun when I was a okay, kid. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but and the like, I like the Michael Ke- the first Michael Keaton movie is fine. I don't like Batman Returns. Um, no, I didn't like that one either. Danny DeVito is so disturbing, and I get it that that's <laughs> the point. But I can't like it makes I like I want to throw up in my mouth. Um, <laughs> And I I do like Batman Forever. I think it is the second best of those Batman movies. Um, I just recently rewatched Batman Begins. I don't think that movie holds up. And Batman uh, Dark Knight Dark Knight Rises, I don't think was ever a good movie. Um, so really, the Dark Knight is the strongest of those. And it's, yeah, it's the Heath Ledger show, man. Like, yeah, it really is. Uh, and since then, it's just not been great. I think Affleck tried his best, and I don't think any of it was his fault. This is, I mean, live action wise, the Batman is probably the second best Batman movie. I just, I don't know if I could ever say that. <laughs> um, if, if not loud, second, anyways. if not second best, third best. You know what's the worst one? Uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's hard to get much worse than that, man. Just because why would you cast <clears throat> Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze? Everybody, <laughs> chill. Oh my god, <laughs> I I really like uh, Chris O'Donnell though as Robin. Yeah, I I thought he got the short end of the stick in the whole franchise. <laughs> if they yeah. just spun him off into his own movie, it would have been fine. Nightwing or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, poor, poor Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I'm going to come back for the next one. Fuck, oh, my why God. Did I do that? <laughs> He's probably the whole time he was like, I'm doing uh, this for the paycheck. I'm doing this for the paycheck. <laughs> I wonder how much he made on that. Uh, we should do a commentary track of that movie. <laughs> Uh, it would just be us quoting the ridiculous yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Coffee in some morning. Oh man. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> on that note, uh, everybody go. Uh, <laughs> they're they're on HBO Max. Everybody go watch Batman this weekend. Any Batman? Batman just pick a Batman. There? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I might watch that this weekend. Carrie's never <laughs> seen him. Um, I'll. T- this is what I'll do. I'll say, Kara, we're watching four Batman movies this weekend, <laughs> and we're going. <laughs> we're gonna let her pick the ones that which one's the best the those three or uh, the new one. I mean, <laughs> well, she's she's. I know. I think she's seen the Dark Knight. I'm not even sure if she's seen The Dark Knight. But I would I watch. Know. I would watch the new. Honestly, right now, if you gave me a choice of rewatching any Batman movie, I'm gonna rewatch Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
if you're like you have to watch one of the live action Batman movies and it can't be Batman Forever, I'd pick the Batman. <laughs> like I, 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 I don't know. I'm with you, man. I have a soft spot in my heart for Batman Forever. Like yeah. I don't, you know. I I think the first Michael Keaton movie is really good. And it had but, really good music in it. Yeah, like the soundtrack was great. Yeah. Um. I just, yeah, I just got a soft spot in my heart for that movie, man. So, anyway, all right, yeah. So I guess until Batman joins the <laughs> Avengers, make mine just, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> just remember the opening scene. It's boiling acid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might have to watch Batman this weekend. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys later. (laughs) Bye. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Hold the phone.